Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing my brand new romance two, episode four, five years later, episode four. In this episode, I did like this one a little better than the last episode, episode three. I'm still extremely disappointed in this series. I mean, I could go on and on about that, but I kind of did in this last podcast on that, which you can listen to on episode three, on why this series kind of sucks brick in Anna's opinion, despite having awesome fluke and a touch in it. But okay, this episode basically continues on from where we left off in the last episode. Banks has agreed to kind of go and spend some time with Pigolf. And Pigolf takes him to a coffee shop where they kind of sit and just visit. And the one thing I did like about this episode was it really didn't talk about, it didn't show what they talked about. It was just about their presence together during that time and how they interacted. Um, There is one scene where they do kind of discuss things where um, Pigolf buckles um, Banks into the car and he says, you're the same. And Banks says, well, what do you mean, Pigolf? And he says, you're still the one I want to keep safe after all these years. You're the one that I want to keep safe in this world. And so then they go to the coffee shop. They have some coffee together. They have some cake. They kind of discuss things. They talk. You don't know what they discuss, which I think is kind of cool because in my opinion, You know, in my life, when I think back on the really good times I've had with people, whether it's Bob, whether it's my family, whether it's, you know, whoever, and and Bob is my family, not trying to be weird there, but, you know, the thing that I remember really isn't the conversations we had, it's the presence, it's the laughter, it's the enjoying, you know, food together, it's the the memories of the feeling of the time rather than the actual conversation. And, you know, that's what I think I liked about that scene in this episode was that part of it. I also liked at the end of this episode, there's a lot of diverging stories which kind of cover this kid who was learning how to swim from the swim instructor. I think he's got a crush on the swim instructor. I'm really still not sure. It's it's a very weird little story digression, and I'm not really sure why we even put it in here. But I'm going to try to retract my criticism here. So anyway, and then we have a little segment that goes off on these two dancers that are competing. But at the very end of the show, there's another scene with Pigolf and and, um, Banks. And Banks and him kind of went on another skip together, a little trip together. And... Banks is sitting there after they've come in from the rain, and they're just kind of sitting together, and, and Pigolf is showing him some pictures that he took on the camera and that um, um, Banks took on the camera with him. And Banks is looking at him, and he's thinking in his head, and he's going, you know, this is the one I'm going to be going with, because this is the one who had my heart from the start, and so he's going to have my heart at the finish. And, you know, I really think that kind of encapsulates Banks in a nutshell, because Banks is one of the rare people on the planet who it's like, you could tell when he's a kid and when Pigolf comes into his life, Banks is going to stay with P- with Pigolf. It's not going to change. And you know, that's the one thing that I think the, the movie and the series really didn't cover very well, is 
Pigolf and Banks's parents, respectively Pigolf's dad and Banks's mom, who ended up getting married, and there you go. But those two people didn't really understand Banks, because if they had understood Banks at all, they would have come to that conclusion. I mean, I don't mean it weird. Banks is one of those characters that if you walked into a room and spent about three hours with them about, you could guess that that is the way they are. So the fact that his mom, the fact that his stepdad were so out of touch that they thought that this kid five years later wouldn't give a hoot about Pigolf, I think was really wrong. And the other thing that I think this series being so light is, you know, I'm not really a proponent for people dating when they're extremely young. But let's face it, those two kids were about 18 years old in my bromance, okay? This isn't little kids. And by the time this movie rolls around or this series, they're 23 years old. So again, we're not discussing very small kids here. We're discussing young adults and a little bit older young adults. And the thing that I think, you know, in my opinion on this whole deal was, is they had five years that they have just lost. It's gone. Bye-bye. Hasta la vista. And no offense, but if they had decided that that was the person that they were going to be with for the long haul, then why make them not be together and lose five years that they could have been together and had a good life together? And I'm sorry, Anna's coming up here with her little bit of, I don't know, but I'm just saying... It makes me a little upset at both the folks because I'm going, you know, really, what was your problem in the end? I mean, the kids were not related to each other at all. And you were just having a freak out fest when you really should have all just calmed down and discussed things rationally. Like, I don't know, adults. But that is one of the things that Anna does not like because I look at it and I go, you know, if you could have had five years together, then... You should have had five years. If you were certain they were the ones that you were going to be with. If not, then by all means, wait. Take time to figure this out, you know. But if you really had, at the end of the day, resolved all those questions that you had regarding the relationship, then why on earth wait five years? It's like, I don't get weird, but Anna has never really understood extended engagements because I'm like, okay, you've decided to get married and then you're going to wait two years to plan your wedding to get married and it's like um that's just not something I've ever understood and in the same vein I find the five years apart thing rather unkind in many different levels and rather stupid as well in many different levels and I don't know. I don't think my opinion on that on this series is going to change. Because I'm like, number one, it wrecked Banks's life for five years. I mean, he went through the hell of thinking P. Golf was gone from the planet. He was going to spend his entire life alone because P. Golf was the only one for him. And P. Golf, similarly, had to spend five years feeling terrible because Banks did not know he was alive. And basically in a reclusive situation because he couldn't talk to his friends, his family, or anyone until Banks could know he was alive again. I mean, that's a lot of wasted time on many levels. That's wasted time with friends. That's wasted time with family. That's most importantly, in my opinion, this whole deal, wasted time with Banks. And really, for what? Because the parents had a meltdown. 
I'm sorry, that's really not a good reason in the grand scheme of things. I mean, no offense, most parents don't get to have a meltdown and then, you know, wreck lives for their kids. I'm just saying it's not a good plan. And I know there's a lot of people who are going to have some trouble with this series because they will say that, you know, these two kids are brothers. Um, I would like to point out for all those listeners who think that, that these two kids are not related at all. All that happened was the one kid's mom married the other kid's dad and then threw both kids together to live in this house in Thailand because they didn't want to raise them and the aunt would come check on them on occasion. So these are not kids who are related by blood. They're parents happened to marry and I think that the parents did have a kid together so they would share a half brother or sister I'm not sure what the kid was because it was a baby so you never found out if it was a girl or boy but anyway my point is these are not related kids and there is no issue in my opinion with that because they aren't related by blood I mean they aren't even they don't even have the same name nothing like that so anyway I don't know why I had to do that digression, but just wanted to clarify for anyone who had some issues with that. They are not related at all. And, you know, I would give this series probably a 3 out of 10 because it really does. The storyline is not cohesive. So far, it is just bouncing all over. And the thing with Banks having to go through hell for five years, really, for some of us, bugs us to high heaven and also why do we have you know we had five years to make a really awesome storyline and this was the best we came up with wabi sabi studios i mean honestly and i don't think it's because i'm a western viewer i'm having trouble with this series i think this series just kind of sex brick period and I do want to say though Fluke and the Touch is great in this series but again Fluke and the Touch could be great in any series he's in because he's absolutely fantastic so I'm sorry but this series still really sucks brick I am going to finish this series I am going to finish reviews on it it's kind of like this series and Tan Han Chanlati are in my opinion the two series this year that I was really looking forward to coming out and I am finding to be absolute dive bombs. And you can listen to my Why I Don't Like Tan Han Chanlati podcast, which is just a few before this if you like. But really, it's just not a good year for my bromance to five years later or Tan Han Chanlati. I am really looking forward to 2021 and we are now officially in it, peeps. Yay! But... I am looking forward to it because we have Till We Meet, which is Bound and um, Prim. It stars them as Win and Team. It's kind of a spinoff of the um, Until We Meet Again series. I am really looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to Bad Buddy, which looks absolutely hilarious. And those ones look good that are coming out. Also, I'm looking forward to um, My Ride, I Love You which looks really good and is actually the first BL novel I have ever purchased. I got it off of Amazon on a shrewd business move with a coupon. And I'm actually enjoying that BL book, which I've never, ever read BL. I tried to read BL with the um, 
Oh, Love by Chance, which was an absolute dive bomb. If you like the series, do not read the book. That's all I'm saying. Because it's nothing like the book. It just has the same characters and very inappropriate language. Okay, so moving on. But this year's BL dramas that I have seen in 2020, I can honestly say have been quite disappointing except for Love by Chance 2, which was absolutely fantastic. That one, they did a great job on. I reviewed every single episode and did an overview of it, too. That series, I really, really would give an absolute 10 to. But the rest of the series that have come out this year, and you know what, I'm not even reviewing um, the Tharn type Seven Years of Love. I, I'm I'm not in the Thorn type. You're not going to probably ever get an episode review of Thorn type on this podcast simply because I have some issues with Thorn type personally. In my opinion, it's one of the ones that I do not um, like simply because they came at their relationships with an absolute lack of care at the beginning. And I do not like watching films or series that try to make that okay or to make, you know, as the relationship progresses, we're all supposed to believe everything works out. Now, I will put out a big caveat here that I have not watched the whole series simply because I was so not liking the beginning of that series and not liking where that was headed. I simply did not want to finish it, to be quite honest. And you know what? I don't think I will ever probably watch their whole Thorn type or um, Thorn type seven years later, simply because I do not think that a relationship that is not built on care at the beginning is a good relationship. Now, does that mean that you can't have some that turn out okay in the end? I'm not saying that. I'm simply saying for Anna, care is a very important quality and it was lacking in Thorn type. And then you had that whole, um, oh, that creepy kid in it too, which, you know, really, there are certain things that you just go, uh-uh, uh-uh. And so, yeah, I won't probably be reviewing Thorn type, and I did not watch Thorn type Seven Years of Love this year. I did keep abreast of what was going on, just so I kind of knew where that was headed. And that kind of thing. But you won't hear a view of Thorn Type and you won't hear a view of Thorn Type Seven Years of Love. And really this year it was Love by Chance 2, Thorn Type Seven Years of Love, um, Tan Han Chanlati, and then also My Bromance 2, Five Years Later. There's also one called Generation Y, which I have not seen yet, but I'm going to hopefully binge watch in January. And I think there's one other one, but I cannot remember the name at the moment. I think it's called Ingredients. That one personally also looks like one that's kind of like the thorn type, just not my thing. And probably won't be reviewing that or watching it. But you know, I'm really looking forward to the Until We Meet series and the Pad Putty series, which look absolutely hilarious. And that's where we're going to go with this because... I think, you know, those look good. I am going to finish up my review of My Bromance too. And you know what? I do like the care that is shown by um, Pigolf and Banks in this series. 
I simply don't think that the series was worthy of their story because they didn't put enough thought into the series. But you know what? There's a lot of things that happen this way with, and I still think I'm going, I am going to finish it and I will leave reviews on it. But you know, it is really a three out of 10 because it does suck brick on so many different levels. And with that on it out, check it at the round table. Bye.